Hey, this is Pastor Matt McClure here from Takeover Church, and thank you so much for checking out today's message. We hope it encourages you. We pray it blesses you. We pray it challenges you. And if you don't know, we have service every single Sunday at 10.30 a.m. And we would love for you and yours, your family and your friends to come on out, experience church, be a part of all that God is doing through Takeover Church. But hey, we hope this blesses you. Have a great rest of your day. I think so. Yes, this is live. Oh, it's live. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Hello, everyone. Hey, how are we doing? Thanks for joining us for tea and coffee tonight. If you do not have your beverage of choice, go grab it really quickly because we're about to get started. I got the coffee. You know your boy don't need it at 7 p.m., but he's got it. I've got the tea. You got gossip? What? The kids call tea gossip these days, or gossip tea these days. Mm-hmm. I'm not entirely sure um, what they're saying these days. But yes, this is Coffee and Tea with Matt UQ. Wow, Kelly and Amy. <laughs> hey, ladies. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, but yes, this is Coffee and Tea with Matt and Adrienne. Uh, if you don't know, or maybe you're tuning in, you're, you maybe you're not a part of Takeover Church. We are the lead pastors of Takeover Church, and uh, don't let... The fact that she looks 19, fool you, I am 42, and she is 21. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but we're so grateful for you guys to be joining us tonight. And tonight we kind of wanted to specifically talk around the subject of relationships and marriage, dating, and what that all looks like during quarantine. Mm-hmm. Obviously, this is the first quarantine that we've lived through in the first pandemic we've experienced. But nonetheless, we believe that there's not only biblical principles, uh, but they're all things that we can all be doing, whether we're single, whether we're in a relationship, whether we're dating, or whether we're married in this season to be building up our relationships and our marriages and just being purposeful with this time. Now, for Adrienne and I, we understand that this is a crazy time for everybody that obviously for not everyone, um, not everyone just has work off. Other people have very real life situations taking place right now. And so for you, Hey, know that we're praying for you. We are with you. If you need anything, get a hold of us here at Takeover Church. You can go to the website to connect. You can message us here on Facebook. You can find us personally. So if you need something, any way we can physically help you, stand with you, and just pray with you, whatever we can do, we are with you. We want to be able to do it. As well as this is just us making the most of this season. This this season can either be wasted or it can be something that we build and we lean in and we begin to steward our relationships and our lives a little yeah. bit better. And so uh, for those of us that aren't affected, those of us that aren't really experiencing those crazy things, let's begin now to be putting down deep roots like we talked about mm-hmm. on Sunday. And let's really just begin to build up the relationships that we have in our lives. Does that sound good? Sounds good. Sweet. Well, also, as you can see in the title, there was also an image. You can text us. We're going to go through kind of what we've prepared and kind of what we felt like the Lord laid on our heart. But we have got an anonymous number. It's a Google number for church. So we have no idea who's writing in. We have no idea um, any of those things. But on the, on the, um, Right there on the on the title of the screen, there is a number that you can text that is completely anonymous. We have no idea. You can ask any of the questions about relationships, marriages. We can't guarantee that we'll get to every question tonight. Um, but if we can, and if it's appropriate, hello, uh, we will do our best to answer it. So um, with that, let's get started. Oh, the number, I just want to read it to you real quick, is 616-389-0439. Again, that is 616 616- Three eight nine zero four three nine. So feel free to start texting in, and uh, again, it's completely anonymous. We want to make sure that we're protecting you and uh, answering your questions as honestly and faithfully as we can. Yeah. So we love you guys, and uh, let's do it. Oops. Unless I close out of the Google documents that I'm using. Um, uh, okay. Awesome. Well. Hiya, buddies. Hey, <laughs> Nikki. What's up? Hey, Jane. Hi, everybody. Aw, you guys are awesome. Sweet. Um, hope Artie's doing good there, Nikki. And yeah. Tell, hey, Charlie, Artie. tell Charlie I miss him, bro. I need some man time when this is done. Um, but yes, so tonight, coffee and tea with Matt and Adrian talking about relationships and marriages during quarantine. How you doing during quarantine, boo? I'm doing pretty good. Like Matt said, this is a season that can either be very dry bones or it can be one where there's a lot of 
harvest a lot of fruit on the other side of it. So we're definitely trying to, um, you know, put our roots down deep, get uh, as much out of this, squeeze as much out as we can. Um, it's a crazy situation and we're not alone. We, we know that we're not the only ones feeling this way and we just wanted to reach out and and talk to you guys and, and tell you what we're doing. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I can't believe she just got through that entire uh, sentence without talking about how much of a wild man I am to be with for 24 hours a day. Um, there's a lot of grace and mercy packaged in this amazing woman. And uh, thanks, babe. Because <laughs> um, I'm a lot. Um, but yeah, marriage and relationships and quarantine is what brings us here today because for real, um, for a lot of us, we got into marriage, we got into relationships, we got into the season of life, um, believing it's what God's called us to, believing that uh, the person we're married to is is the most beneficial human being for us. And when we had that vision and we had that idea and when we really believed that was what God was calling us to, we could have never have foreseen that we were ultimately going to be end up spending for a lot of us. I know some of us are still going to work. Some of you are amazing. You're in the healthcare field and we love you. You guys got some business hours and, and things that you're doing. You're amazing. But for the majority of people, you're now home so often. You're like all the time now. We're not allowed to leave. And so when we made those vows till death do us part in sickness and in health and all of those other things, um, we wrote our own vows, a lot of Jay-Z and Beyonce references. It didn't say that in quarantine or in yes. normal life. So this is new for a lot of us. I mean, it's new for us. We're experiencing cabin fever. A lot of us are spending more time with each other than we have ever spent before. I have a work fam that I call work fam because I see them more than I potentially see Matt um, during the week. And now he's my work fam and my fam fam. So we're just going to give you some pointers and some tips and maybe some talking points and uh, see how it goes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one thing that Adrienne, winner over here, uh, really did a great job of establishing kind of this last year of our marriage was this idea of asking ridiculous questions. Like the most ridiculous questions. Uh, she has a probably a Google document just written out of like, super random questions, but it was all to spark conversation and to, um, and to have those things. It's not that, you know, when you're young and you're in love and you can talk about anything, you talk about the mysteries of the universe and the bigness of God and what your life has looked like and what your favorite color is and what your favorite Al Pacino role is like you, the things that matter, you know, uh, it's not that you lose that along the way. It just becomes like, life is happening and if you're not purposeful with conversation suddenly a whole day can go by and you guys haven't said anything of any enjoyment or any value or any significance to each other and, and communication is the biggest part of quarantine communication is huge and i think also what matt is getting at is that creativity within communication is big yes so you guys are going to be spending a lot of time together and what are some things potentially off the wall questions that you could could be asking each other to um, create new conversations. And um, the questions aren't super weird. Um, they're just like, you know, random. Like if you could go back and experience one historical event in time, what would mm. that event be? Yeah. Kind of nerdy, but there's a lot of different questions on there and those can be really engaging. Those can be really good for um, creating a new avenue of discussion, you know, learning something new together. It doesn't always have to be, just like Netflix on the TV or in Matt's case, WWE on all the time. You can be watching documentaries. You can be learning new things together. Obviously reading the Bible together is huge. Um, just new and inventive ways to do something that may have looked mundane before, just kind of giving it new life. Yeah, absolutely. And so when we, got told that we weren't allowed to leave and unless it's for, you know, essentials and all of that. Um, Adrian and I just over the last few months at her, at her, uh, at her idea, um, had already began this idea of, um, random questions and just having and engaging each other with things that didn't have to be so serious for us as pastors. So much of life is serious, which is totally okay because we're dealing with, you know, people's lives and we love it and we're so grateful and honored to be a part of it. But for us, we, it's not missed on us that everybody else has serious life things going mm -hmm. on as well. And if you're not laughing, you're not yeah. living. Come on, somebody. Like, 
have fun in your relationships. Make it purposeful. Be purposeful with communication. We're going to break things down for a second between relationships, like people who are um, like on taxes, you're single, right? Like you are in a dating relationship, you're courting, that is your girlfriend, that's your boyfriend, you're not married. We're going we're gonna to talk about that and what you guys can be doing in this season because you're not seeing each other a whole lot. And then also what marriage folk can be doing in this season as well. But across the board, communication is essential for every relationship, especially if you want to have a healthy relationship. If you're shaping one now, communication is everything. And if you're in one and you're in it for the long haul and you're married and you've been married for a while, communication, it didn't go out of style, fam. You got to keep going back to the same store, having the same conversations and keep investing in your spouse, keep investing in your marriage. Communication is paramount. It's the major key to successful marriage. And I would say that Adrienne and I, I would say our marriage is successful. Like we love one another. We've been married for, you know, going on five years now or, or it is five years, whatever it is. We're in the middle of the fifth year. Uh, yeah. Successful. How long? Uh, we're still technically newlyweds. Yeah. We have not been married as long as some of our, our champion marriages like Dave and Jane Vining or Eric and Jody Michael, but we're getting there. We're working on it. You know, we're, we're figuring out the necessities of what it takes to, to make it to the, to make it to the long, long, long marriages. Yeah. But for us, we, we learned real quick, communication is essential. And because of that, I think we're, we're set up for a win. We're going to cross that finish line and uh, God's going to get the glory. And, and that's the goal of every marriage is that we cross that finish line together and God gets the glory. Amen. Mm-hmm. So let's start. Let's start with relationships, people who are simply dating. If you're dating out there, can you just send me a thumbs up? Maybe you're a single person and you're looking, you're a single person and you're just in a single season, or you are in a relationship right now where it's just dating. Send me a thumbs up on there because I want to see that. But here, for Adrienne and I, we want to go back to communication for relationships because right now, again, you aren't seeing each other that frequently, which is because of quarantine, which is a good thing. If you are in a dating, hey Kelsey, if you are in a dating relationship, you are, you're not married. It's your significant other. Again, boyfriend, girlfriend status here. If you're in that right now during quarantine, you're not seeing each other a whole lot. You're staying indoors. You're social distancing. You're doing all those very wise things that we're supposed to be doing right now. And because of that, now it can kind of almost seem like your relationship's a bit shapeless. It's a bit formless. You're not really seeing your, your significant other a whole lot. Now all of a sudden you're in the same city. You might even be in the same part of the city, but now you're feeling like, you're in a long distance relationship. Like all I get to do is talk. This is kind of weird. This isn't really what I signed up for. It can be uncomfortable for a lot of us and probably mostly dudes. And so for that, Adrian, I just wanted to say real quick that right now is the time to begin to learn your partner, learn your partner. Okay, right now in this season, if you are dating and you are in a relationship where you cannot physically be around one another, you can't go to coffee dates, you can't go uh, to a restaurant, you can't do any of those things. Right now is the time to be learning your partner. Communication is essential because what you build right now in the middle of quarantine can strengthen you towards marriage, can strengthen you towards your calling to whatever you feel like God is leading the two of you together because excuse me, if you're not dating with purpose, then why are you dating? If it's not to be married, if it's not to walk in the calling together, it's not to do what God has put you to on this earth to do, then why are you together? Why are you, uh, why are you potentially uh, needlessly breaking your heart and wasting time? If you're not in a relationship that's purposeful, heading towards the same goal, what God has called you guys to, mm-hmm. marriage, all those great things, then why are you in a relationship? And so once you establish that and you're in a relationship, you're in the middle of quarantine, communication is everything. Take time right now mm-hmm. to learn your your significant other, mm-hmm. learn about their life, learn about their likes and their dislikes. And also right now, you got a chance to learn each other without being physical. Right. Amen. Right. And communication is huge. If you cannot be in physical proximity to each other, communication is going to be a big deal. I mean, Shani, you and Scott know, you get it. You were in Australia and Scott was here. Like 
communication. You have to develop the skill set to be able to talk to one another, to know each other deeply enough to understand what's going on, how people are, how you're feeling, being honest with those feelings Mm -hmm. during this challenging time, Um, feeling lonely, feeling, you know, like it's hard that you can't be together. This is, this is the perfect time to really develop a concise, honest conversation with each other. So. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is, you can, you can, you can look at this as a setback in life or in your relationship or in your plans, but I believe it can actually be a launching pad if you're being purposeful with it towards a greater relationship yes, on the other side absolutely. of this. Develop your communication now because if you mm-hmm. can do that while you're dating in the middle of quarantine where you can't see each other, you can't mm-hmm. like physically be around each other. Right. I got to imagine there's not a whole lot that you couldn't take in a marriage that whatever life throws your way, right. whatever the enemy tries to throw your way. If you got clear communication now, that'll set you up for a huge Absolutely. win with Absolutely. clear communication in the future. You and- don't want to be married for 30 years and still have communication being the issue in uh, your marriage. Preach. Now, now's the time. Now's the time to put in that good work. Like yeah. we want it now. I would say too, at five years, we're five years into our marriage. We've been together for like six or seven in total. And it's like communication. If we didn't have that, and it's not always been the best. I suck. Adrian's really great at it. I know I'm a communicator. It's work for everybody. Yeah, it, 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 it's a work for everybody. If you don't establish that, I would say five years is going to be hard, let alone 30. Establish good communication now. And we wanted to touch on this quick too. Obviously, if you're dating... We hope that you are waiting until you're married, like our like our Bible and our God says to do. Putting boundaries. Yeah, putting up boundaries. You're being you're being faithful to God with sex and all of those things that come along with being married. And intentional. Um, so we hope that you're being that. But also, um, so with with that kind of out of the way, the other physical aspects of dating, right? You're you're kissing, you're holding hands, you're watching movies together. All of those things that you were so used to already is now kind of taken away from you. Adrian, I just wanted to stretch that if in this season you are finding it that you were feeling very insecure that you can't be with your partner, you're feeling insecure that you can't have that physical contact with your, with your partner, and if you also feel like you can't have a relationship without physical contact, then you probably shouldn't be in that relationship at all. You're probably not the person who should be in a relationship at all. If you cannot withstand and you cannot um, would abstain from any sort of physical contact for a little bit without it starting to bother you, without you feeling insecure about your place in the relationship, if you can't abstain from that for just this short amount of quarantine time, then there's probably a chance that you yourself, not your partner, you yourself probably has some things that you should be getting with the Lord with, getting in the word on, getting with your pastors and your leaders about, and beginning to develop within the inside of you that will set you up for a better relationship and a more secure person as a whole going forward. Mm-hmm. So in this season of, of quarantine, Adrian, I just kind of wanted to express to you guys that that to in this season, begin to, instead of, don't, Hold on, I'm trying to figure out how I want to say this because it's 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 a bit technical, a bit heady. Uh, don't use quarantine to try and get physical. Use quarantine to get a vision. Mm. Don't use quarantine to try and get physical with somebody. Use quarantine to try and get a vision with somebody. Our Bible says in Proverbs that a person without vision will perish, Mm -hmm. okay? If you don't have a vision for your relationship, your relationship isn't gonna make it very far. Mm -hmm. If you don't have a vision for where you guys wanna be, I'm not talking a five-year plan. Five-year plan is great. It can be a three-year plan, it can be a two-year plan. You can have a vision for 2020, okay? If you don't have a vision for your relationship, your relationship's not going to be able to weather the storms of life. If you don't have a goal in mind of where you're getting to and what you're racing towards and what you're going for, well, you can aim for nothing and you'll hit it every time. You've got to have a vision. And so what better season right now than when work is on hold, when there's not that much going on, when you have all this time in the day to just sit and chat and talk and establish a vision. Mm -hmm. Man, Adrian, where do you want to be next year? What do, what do we want to be doing? What do we want our life to look like? How much money do we want to have set apart for when we're married? How much money do we want to try and have in the bank for when we get married? How much uh, this, that, or the other thing? Like, Start to establish a vision for your relationship, a goal where you want to go, and how you're going to get there. Again, that goes back to communication. 
Don't, don't waste this quarantine season because you can't be physical. Begin to establish a vision in your relationship. Yeah. What you got to say? That's good. Um, I, I think that's great. Another thing that I told Matt that I wanted to talk about as far as relationships go, what's important, especially during this time, is humor. Um, <laughs> yes. You have to definitely be looking for reasons to laugh because it is crazy out there. The The yeah. things that are going out on in the world are crazy. Yeah. And if you're watching the news and that can be so depressing and things can be so heavy and hearing from family that is sick or knows people who are sick or, or whatever, like that can be very, very hard and very challenging. So I told Matt today that, you know, we're always trying to look before the humor. We're always trying to laugh yeah. Matt is very easy to laugh at, so um, <laughs> what does that mean? that's never <laughs> never hard. Um, we do have someone living with us right now, Alex. And What's up, Alex? She, and she is she knows. Like yeah. we laugh in this house. We sit around the table. We have dinner together, and we laugh. Like that's we're looking for humor. We're looking for those reasons to to laugh and be happy. Yeah, absolutely. So. Uh, again, that we're, we're going to kind of move on from dating relationships after that. Um, but that's awesome. Just to recap, use this time, establish communication. Don't worry about being physical. Worry about getting a vision mm -hmm. and make sure you are laughing a lot. Yeah. Laugh a lot. It's so awesome. Hey, Amber, laugh so much. What up, Eric? I miss you. Hey. Uh, <laughs> I so do. You're still my favorite New Year's I've ever had. Uh, Let's establish communication, a vision, and let's laugh a lot in this season. Let's let's move on from the physical and let's really begin to establish some firm foundation for what your relationship looks like going forward and make sure you start setting those goals. Catch a vision, steward the vision, steward your partner, make them feel secure in this season. Oh, let's sit on that for a second. Fellas, ladies, let's use quarantine to make sure we're allowing or, or we're creating a space in the season right now that your significant other feels secure with you even when there's actual physical distance. Come on, somebody. Come on. Awesome. You want to move on to married couples? Sure. Woo! Married people. Y'all didn't plan for this, did you? <laughs> oh man, how are you doing being home? How are you doing? Shout us out. Send some uh, send some comments and how are you doing being home? Also, if we didn't answer any questions about relationships or anything that you maybe were thinking about, uh, hit hit us up in the anonymous anonymous number. Again, we want to be able to answer that after after we conclude this part. But married people, wow! All right, this is awesome. This is awesome. When the Lord said to become one all the time all the time it's insane but we wanted to talk about <laughs> i don't mean like that it's insane because <laughs> you know i i am so uh i'm enneagram number eight i'm a maverick i'm a challenger i'm ridiculous and I like to plug in, get work done, go at a fast pace and my own speed and do this stuff. And then all of a sudden, you know, I'm used to clocking out at a certain time and then having time with my spouse and all these things. And Adrienne, she's used to dominating the art world and all these awesome things and designing t-shirts. And she's way cooler than me and far more talented in her pinky than my whole body. And she's great, right? And then she's at work, she's crushing, she's doing all that, she's getting raises and being a boss, come on somebody. I, I measured up, I won every way possible, okay, I won. But here we are, and now we're in the same house, all day. I'm working in the dining room, she's working in our standing desk office by the in the, in the living room, uh, and there's a lot of like communication, there's a lot of talking, there's a lot of, I've got things going on on a church side of things that are frustrating, whether it's quarantine stuff, building stuff, people stuff, Adrian's got stuff that's going on at work that's deadlines and, and you know, business life is hairy and all of these things. And if it's not, you know, if it's not purposeful in this time for her and I, mm -hmm. 
Oh, dude, it's it's Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon up in here. If I see you around that corner, rawr. like if we're not purposeful with that, like we were talking about with the with the relationships, if we're not purposely laughing at ourselves, if we're not purposely laughing at one another, if we're not purposely talking and saying, "Hey, how's it going over here? Do you want tea? Do you want coffee? Do you need a, a you know heat pack for your back? Whatever's been going on, like if we're not purposeful with this, not only can we. Um, Going great for me. I love having company and being a distraction. <laughs> uh, Shani, you are amazing. Um, but for us, if we're not purposeful with with being in the house together, if we don't go from we're stuck together to we get to do this together, then it's not going to be good. And so right. for Adrian and I, we are learning this on the fly right now. But so far, once we got past week one, once we got past week one, mm-hmm. once she got through week one, because I am a diva, which is as no surprise to anybody, uh, once she made it through uh, week one and I survived week one, we really found our footing in this. What would you, yeah. th- what would you say? I, I think that he's on to a really good point. Um, we are working from home. It can be easy to just plug in and then it, it's seven o'clock and we're still working. I think it's really important for us to have a time where we're we're clocking in, we're clocking off, we're taking appropriate breaks, we are taking care of ourselves, we're taking care of each other, we're maintaining self-care during the day, which is something that we're probably not used to, we're probably being used to being in a work environment and the most is like getting up, going to the cafeteria, walking around the building, um, doing those things, but you really do need to purpose, like this is the time in my day that is for work. Yeah. And then after a certain point, then the rest is for family time, be with my spouse maybe it's giving your spouse a break like creating a space for your spouse to either be on their own and for them to be on their own or maybe it's each spouse getting time to be away from the kids taking time for that yeah um those are all really really important things but it all comes down to really purposing that time and saying i'm not going to work 24 hours a day just because i'm home and so you know, good. so good. You don't have to be plugged in like that. You don't have to be, nor should you be. It's not yeah. healthy. Yeah. It's easy to do that though. So just purpose that time together. Make sure that you're clocking in, you're clocking out, and you're taking your walks. You're, you know, you're playing with the dogs. You're doing your things in yeah. between. Absolutely. And one of the things when Adrian and I were discussing doing this and talking about marriage is like, for us, we we know so many people who are who are married who this is their first time experiencing. Uh, working from home, being home together, both of you working from home, having kids at home. Like all of a sudden we are all out here and it's Little House on the Prairie in the big city and it's like, <laughs> what is going on? And we didn't, you know, you, you didn't ask for this. You couldn't have really prepared for this. There was so much that was so caught off guard and yet the Bible tells us that two become one. Two become one. And that's not exempt from pandemic life. That's not exempt from crazy situations and scenarios happening within our world that's not exempt from when you can't go to work and when you both are um now forced to be home and all of these other things that we as as people who live in michigan are experiencing exclusively it's not exempt from that and so with that oneness comes a need to be unified comes a need for unity and if you're not united in this time if you're not in agreement in this time Man, there are going to be some things where the wheels start coming off, where tempers start flaring. Just and our... friction points. Oh, like, yeah. Obviously, we've all experienced those so far. Absolutely. Like, you want to do your best to maintain wasting, not wasting energy on friction points. You want to try to make it as easy for everyone. Um, another point that I told Matt about, besides the humor, was kindness. Yeah. Just like when you're interacting with each other, um, instead of just flipping a lid, just try to be interacting in kindness try to interpret what your spouse is saying in kindness try to respond to them in kindness um that is has been huge because it's not always easy for me but um that has been a huge one for me just making sure that i'm responding in kindness right and that's when the bible comes in again it says be slow to speak Mm -hmm. slow to anger quick 
to listen, slow to speak. <laughs> That's for me. Slow to anger and 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 quick to listen. Quick to listen is also for me. I don't get angry a whole lot, but I am quick to talk and I am quick to not listen. Amber says we are going to need a vacation together after all of this. Oh, <laughs> don't make promises, girl. Come on, I need that. No, that would I, be so I'm much fun. That. But you know, well, like Kevin and Nancy, hi. trying to find that stuff in the home, like trying to find reasons to celebrate, yeah, and trying and looking for those things that you can laugh at together, like yeah. those are all really good. Like you try to make it as as cheesy as it sounds, trying to make it as enjoyable and as much of a vacation as you can, because there is a silver lining. We yeah. just have to be looking for it. We have to be looking for those blessings because they're here. Absolutely, and I recommend too, just like. Being the most spirit-led spouse that you can be in this season, um, I think it's I think it's easy to um, not be slow to speak and not be quick to listen and not be slow to anger um, because of that friction. Because you are around a lot. Because iron sharpens iron, and when iron sharpens iron, there is some friction. But that friction can either be uh, purposeful or it can be destructive. Like what are what kind of sparks are you allowing to fly? Mm-hmm. Is it going to burn down your house or is it going to build up your house? Is it going to strengthen you? And so for Adrian and I, we just want to talk about how important communication is in marriage, and not so much like. Not so much going back to kind of what we were talking about with a married Eric. I have plenty of laughing moments at home. That is true. true. Eric is hilarious. Sorry, we're reading comments (laughs) as it happens. It's so good. But for us, we want to challenge every spouse. Be transparent. Be honest. Be clear and concise with your words and allow the Holy Spirit to direct how you respond and how you don't respond, what you say and what you don't say, how you say and how you don't say it. Because this is a season that neither of us could have projected, neither of us could have asked for. We would never have wished this. And so here we are. And that patience, that that being mindful and purposeful with our words is going to be key. It's going to be key. Even when you're joking, for me, I have the biggest motor mouth of all time. And often I have a joke in my brain that goes like my mouth is way quicker than my brain is with it. Like the thought will pop in. I say it. And then five seconds later, I'm wishing I had those words back. And in this season, this is a good time for us to begin to learn just, Hey, I could be more mindful with my Mm. words is what I'm saying right now. Is that helping my spouse get through this stressful Mm -hmm. time? Is this building up Adrienne Mm -hmm. and setting her up for a win during quarantine? This isn't her fault. This isn't my fault. We don't have to be at war right now. I didn't make a bad decision. She didn't make a bad decision. Like this is something that happened to us, but we don't have to allow what happened to us to control us. Okay. Mm -hmm. We can be better than this thing. And so for us, we just really want to encourage everybody be honest, be transparent and to start setting apart time to talk. Yeah. Set apart time to talk. Make sure you're being purposeful, not just in how you talk and your communication, but set apart mm-hmm. time for when you talk yeah. and your communication. Adrian and I, uh, we're going to talk about what well, I just like how you said that um, uh, being transparent is really important. And sometimes we just feel down it, right now. I mean, it's it's easy. It happens. I think being really transparent and honest about how you're feeling um, as the day goes on, maybe it's in the morning, maybe it's in the evening before you go to bed, that you start feeling a certain type of way. Mm-hmm. I think sharing with your spouse how you're feeling um, gives them the perfect opportunity to speak life into yeah. um, you know, a potentially kind of crummy, dark situation. Right. Uh, so I think that is really important too is like, I don't know, maybe you just need like a really extra long hug. <laughs> maybe that's what you need. Sometimes that's what I need. Mm-hmm. It's like I just need someone to, I need him to hug me just to hold me. Yeah. You know, to be honest, like that's all that I need. Um, yeah, so just being honest about how we're feeling during this time. And I think too, um, on the same line, when it comes to being mindful of our words, and being transparent, I think sometimes it gets lost in that uh, in that cocktail there between those two ideas that you can kind of just say whatever comes to your mind or whatever you're actually feeling. And you know what? How you're actually feeling, like the crazy dark things that you're thinking in here and in here that you just need to get out, 
sometimes those aren't always the most beneficial things for your spouse to hear. I think that it all comes down to how you talk about those things. Right. I think that you can talk about things that are very real to you that you're feeling that can potentially be very dark, but it all comes down to how you are talking about things Mm -hmm. and what it is that you yourself are believing. Yeah, absolutely. I think for all of us, it's, you know, we're going to get through this. It's already grim. And we're feeling things, and, and sometimes we step on each other's toes. We do something the other one didn't like, or we they, we do something that we wouldn't have done if we were here alone, or whatever the situation may be, or just kind of how you're feeling at the grand scheme of, of the world right now. We can pick and choose how we convey that to our mm-hmm. spouse to where they don't crumble underneath the weight of our words. Mm-hmm. We can be purposeful with that and still communicate really how we're feeling and still make a way for them to have a clear path to speak like mm-hmm. life and the Bible and what God says mm-hmm. and promises over us. We can still do that, but we don't have to have words that are just because I'm the most hyperbolic person of all time. I really am. Even saying that statement is hyperbolic. I will tell you bad boys for life is the best movie of all time. Mm-hmm. It's not, but Matt will tell you it is. We don't have to be hyperbolic. We don't have to be uh, silly or uh, or or whimsical with our words and just careless. But we can take time. We can set apart time for these communications to take place, and we can speak to our spouse to where we're at, but not crush them with the weight of those words and allow them to breathe that fresh life of God yeah. and speak that to us. Does that sound good? Yeah, it's about encouraging and empowering for sure. We yeah. want to be the, our biggest encourager to each other. Um, that's what we're called to do. Absolutely. You know, um, and one of the things that really helps with that is Adrian and I were talking about something that's so, so important and key to a healthy, godly marriage. And, and if you're single out there, take notes. This is what you want out of a spouse. These are things that you want to see when you're dating. These are practices you want to put into place when you're courting, when you're beginning a relationship. And that's this. Be seeking God independently. Yes. And be seeking God together. Yes, that's good. Be seeking God independently and be seeking God together because that's what's going to keep this. Like you're a reservoir. You you need to be filled back up. You're going to be pouring out to your spouse, pouring out to work, pouring out to your kids, pouring out to your, your parents, pouring out to all the other people in your life, your life crew, your small group, whomever. You're going to be pouring out. And if all you're doing is pouring out, but you're never seeking God independently of those things that you're pouring into to get filled back up, well, how many of you know, boys to men, that water's going to run dry, fam. That water's going to run dry. You have got to be going to the source and being purposeful with spending time with God, even when you're stuck in the house. Even when you're stuck in the house, Adrienne, she's awesome. She's getting up early. She's in her Bible or she makes time in the morning before she logs on to work. And she right here, she has her devotional. She has her Bible. She's ready to go. Me, I get up. I make uh, her breakfast and tea. I hop in the shower. I do my hair, you know, looking good. I get ready to go. I sit down at my computer. I got my Bible. I got the book that I'm reading. I crack that open for a little bit, spend some time with God. And then I get going with my work day. It's important if you're going to have a successful marriage that you have to be seeking God independently still so that the so that all so that you're not dependent on what your what revelation your wife is getting or what revelation your husband is getting but you're getting revelation for yourself <laughs> by Amber by Eric love you guys <laughs> and then likewise seeking seeking God together being unified in that talk about what you're reading i love this this book that i'm reading it's one of the books i've read uh so many times called being a uh what it means to be a servant of god uh by weersby it's fantastic i like to tell adrian what i'm reading i like to tell her uh other things i was reading online to build myself up and this is this is so important because uh and she'll read to me her devotional too she was just like yo this is right where we are at and what we're going through check this out and then we read it and we talk and it's awesome and then we pray and and we we pray not just at dinner we we pray other times we stop and pray for people and couples that are going through things right now like prayer has got to be an essential part of your marriage you've got to be seeking god together Mm -hmm. because you are still two again who became one yes what do you got to add to that my love i don't have anything i nailed that yeah i think so hopefully you pray more often than just at dinner (laughs) yes Yes. The Bible says pray without ceasing. Yes. So. And for us too, another I will another 
another paramount thing is is to begin dreaming again. Begin dreaming again. And I'm not so much speaking like take less melatonin at night to remember what your dreams were. No, I'm talking about it as a marriage where you begin to go, yeah, what's what's next? What does God have for us next? What is what's on not on the not only on the other side of quarantine, but what's what's after the season that you're in right now? Like for Adrian and I, we, we planted this awesome church. It's growing. It's life-giving. Uh, we we believe it's, it's the absolute best thing of all time, and we're loving it. But even in this time, we're going, all right, what's next? What does God have next for us? Not, to, not that we would move on from church, but what does God have next for church? What does God have next for our marriage? What does God have next? Uh, how many more dogs are we going to get? No, I'm kidding. Um, but when we're, we have three now, in case you didn't know. Uh, but what, what does it look like now that we're, we're trying to, to start a family? What does it look like to move forward and just begin dreaming together? Sometimes you can get to marriage and you feel like you've arrived. Well, marriage is done. He's got a good job. I've got a good job. We're going to have some kids. Dream mission complete. There's always more with God. Marriage is not the final destination. It's your permanent residence. But how many of you guys know the dream moves forward? Okay, marriage is your permanent residence. But if you've got so much more to do, God has so much more for you guys. This is not your final destination. It's now two in the car go in the same direction. You've got more places to arrive, more things for God to do, and more things to impact this world. So make sure you guys start dreaming together again. Does that sound mm-hmm. good? Mm-hmm. You got anything to add? No. <laughs> awesome. Well, kind of like we were talking about on Sunday, talk about where your roots are at. We think a practical thing that you could be doing in this time is using quarantine to establish holy habits and healthy roots. Mm-hmm. Holy habits and healthy roots. To be honest, before quarantine started, I was far more disciplined when it came to getting up at 5 a.m. and going to the gym. And now I actually was sleeping in and it was fantastic and I was allowing my body to rest and I was loving it. But there are still some other things that we were doing. Um, I was trying to read before I was going to bed and that kind of wasn't working out. So I adjusted my reading to in the morning, this that book that I'm reading and some other things. And it's just a matter of establishing those holy habits, setting apart that time, getting that going on now, getting that repetition in now, and just beginning to establish yourself to how you want to operate after quarantine. Right now, you don't have to, you know, you don't have to do certain things because you don't have to go anywhere. You don't have anybody to impress. You don't have nothing to show up for. But that doesn't mean that you should take a break from those things. I understand like I have been doing, taking time away from getting up at 5 a.m., but this thing will pass. This thing will end. And we will go back to life. And when life co- comes back, are we going to get caught off guard? Is it going to sucker punch us? Or are we going to be prepared? And are we actually going to come out of quarantine better than how we went into it? If anything, you're going to be feeling better by setting up a routine. You're going to be making yourself feel better during quarantine to have a routine. Um, I know that there are some people who are still traveling outside of the house. And obviously, that's a, a necessary routine. Um, but there are some of us who are here all day. Like I don't leave the house all week, um, <laughs> weeks. So having a routine and setting that up is, it's really healthy. Like there was, I think the first week I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't like doing my hair or putting makeup on or anything like that. And the first week I just felt like, ugh, I was, I just like, there was something missing and I didn't feel good about myself or what I was doing. And I can't say I make a huge effort now, but I certainly make more of an effort. My hair is at least like I pulled a comb through it or, you know, I, I put my makeup on my face and I try, I pick out an outfit to wear during the day instead of just like searching and finding some sweatpants or something to wear because my office mates aren't going to see it on the camera. Like just like setting aside an outfit and making sure that I'm actually feeling good and establishing those routines are really helping keep me sane. Yeah, absolutely. Routine, <laughs> healthy roots, holy habits. These are paramount for winning at life on the other side of this. Everything that we do, we want to be better on the other side of the seasons. We want God to develop something in us. We want our character to be stronger. We want to just keep progressing. Like none of us mm-hmm. are, I, I can't believe that any of us would be content with the people we are right now. Like there's always another level. There's always a new place <laughs> to get to and there's always more for God to do. Yeah. And so I think by establishing holy habits and, and healthy roots, you're, you're going to see that. And I don't mean just healthy roots in 
um, God, but healthy roots in your marriage, making sure that you're putting your roots down deep in this, that you're being purposeful with your spouse, putting roots down in your kids, being purposeful with your kids, which brings us kind of to that next part is that Asia and I don't have children yet. We we're having fun practicing and we're, we're trying, you know what I mean? Like we're working towards that next area of life. She's going to kill me for that comment after this, uh, which is fantastic. But like, we don't have that yet. But we do know a bunch of legends who are amazing and do have kids and who have raised amazing and healthy family, uh, healthy families. And a part of it is truly just recognizing that when the Bible says to become one, that's between you and your spouse. And then the Bible also says to train up your kids in the way that they should go, which means that there needs to be healthy boundaries for when it's spouse time, mom and dad time, like oneness, marriageness together. You two are now one. Unfortunately, the Bible doesn't say that you are one with your kids. It doesn't. But that's so often how a lot of us live that they're just along for everything. They're a part of everything. They're the whole entire thing we're living for for 18 years. And that's actually not biblical. That's not what the Bible says to do. Matt, you don't have kids. You don't know yet. No, I understand I don't. But that's still not what the Bible says. To become one, a marriage. Christ loves the church like his bride, right? To become, that's how we got to establish this thing. So for us, we kind of want to encourage and maybe challenge some, some parents who are part of church and who are tuning in tonight to begin to establish healthy and clear communication for what raising your kids looks like, not just in quarantine, but outside of it as well, and how that relates to your guys' marriage. Because the truth is, to become one, and you're called to train up your kids in the way they should go, but only one of those informs the other. The other one doesn't inform the other one. The only, to become one informs how you train up your kids, but how you train up your kids doesn't inform to becoming one. Sure. Your children... How you're going to train them up so that they can have healthy marriages one day is by showing and setting an example of what a purposeful and healthy marriage looks like. And that's setting apart time to be together. That's communicating clearly between you and your spouse. Who has the kids and when? What that looks like? Who gets reprieved to go and eat Taco Bell and watch a YouTube video and, and who is doing whatever? Like start setting these things up now so that on the other side of quarantine, on the other side of quarantine, you guys come out of this with a healthier home dynamic. And when you are back in the workplace, coming home is going to be more in order. We want to have homes that are in order. Our Bible says that glory follows order. We want to have homes that are orderly. Yeah, that's and so, good. That's good. Yeah. Um, awesome. Yeah, and one of those things was just along those lines before we get to questions. Again, message in anonymous questions right now. Send them in. We want to hit whatever you got. Text them to that anonymous number, which is, hold on, I, I don't want to keep exiting out of it. It is 616-389-0439. 616-389-0439. We want to hit some anonymous questions. Again, we don't know who's sending it in, what the questions are, but we want to help you guys out. So send those in. And give our give our two cents and our insight to, to and whatever's going on. And if you send them in later, then we can respond to them just from the messenger. So yeah, um, don't feel like you have to just shoot something off. To shoot something off. You can certainly wait and think about it and hit us up at a later time. Absolutely. And the questions can be anything pertaining to relationships and marriage. It doesn't have to be with what we explicitly talked about here tonight. Um, but another thing too is that when you're called to, to raise up kids and, and to train them in the way they should go, one of the things that I wish that I would have seen growing up and what I'm sure Adrian would have seen to an, another extent, another level, is that marriages need nurturing. You need to nurture your relationships mm -hmm. and kids should see from a young age, you know what? I grew up and my mom and dad, they nurtured their marriage. They were purposeful with their marriage. We knew growing up between this time and this time, that's mom and dad. They're doing them. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do this. And mm -hmm. they grow up to be fully functioning, awesome adults who love the Lord and have awesome, nurturing, and purposeful marriages and so on and so forth. So much of how we change the world is how we raise our kids. And that's just biblical and that's just what our, how our God intended it to be. And so now, yeah, we want to take time to, to answer um, questions. So we got somebody who wrote in that says, um, would you do a prayer request for me? Please, I'm uh, not sure what's going on there, but we'll definitely um, take time to, to pray for sure. And if you have any prayer requests, definitely throw that in. Um, 
but yeah, we'll um, we'll we'll pray for him, and uh, and as more questions come in, uh, we'll go from there. But Father God, we um, yeah, we don't know the the situation. We don't necessarily understand what's going on there. But um, God, just because it's unspoken to us doesn't mean that it's un- unknown to you, God. Um, we just thank you so much that you are intimately aware of of this young person's life and what it looks like, God, and 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 what's right with it and what's wrong with it right now. What what they're battling against and what they're having victory in. And so right now, God, we just ask that you would be the peace beyond all understanding, mm-hmm. God. That you would come into their situation and you would light their path, God. That you would do what only you can do and illuminate the darkness, God. Whatever needs to be go- uh, needs to be gone from life that you would you would either remove by your grace and your mercy or you would encourage them with your holy spirit and enable them to make those changes for mm-hmm. themselves into into spark growth and so god we just thank you that we're we're going to get a praise report on the other side of this anonymous prayer request yeah. god whatever it is we're, we're going to see you rule and reign and show off in this situation so we just thank you so much for this young person who sent that in yeah. and uh, we trust you with the victory god in jesus mighty name amen amen i can pray us out if there are any more yeah, doesn't doesn't look like we have uh, any questions right now. Again, send them in though if you have them. So that's a number that's up all the time. Um, but we'll pray and uh, we'll wrap up tonight's coffee and tea with Matt and Adrienne. You want to pray? Yes. Uh, thank you again for joining us, and uh, let's just close in prayer. Jesus, thank you so much for uh, the opportunity to do this to hang out online, Father. I just pray that um, whoever needs to hear this, whoever needs to, to needed to be encouraged, and um, you know, potentially learn some new principles to enact in their own lives. Father God, we just pray that you would gracefully uh, let that start to happen. Jesus, just um, your people are informed and they have vision and they're seeking wisdom. And we just pray that you would bless that, Father God. You would bless that faithfulness. Lord, we pray for protection and um, health and healing and wellness, Lord, in our community that um this whole thing passes very very soon so that we can all be together again in jesus my name i pray amen amen all right well we love you guys thank you so much and again that anonymous google number is up all the time so whatever you need if it's anonymous um if you're not comfortable posting it on the screen post it send it to us text it to us and uh, we'd love to do another video or be able to connect with you via that app and uh, speak life and hope into your situation and uh, tell you what the what the bible says it'd be awesome yeah. but we love you guys this is chili chili says bye everyone chili says bye, bye. and Scup <laughs> says bye and uh hardways on the they're floor. not entertained by this at all <laughs> and hardways on the floor somewhere so so we love you we love you guys thank you so much Have for joining us tonight rest of your wednesday bye